Episode number 843, The New Force Driving Business Success. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I am in New Orleans this week for the oh. Transformational Leadership Council, which was started by Jack Canfield, and of course, I'm going to meet with some local BNI people while I'm here. Oh, boy, that's such a fun city. It is I'm, a fun I'm, city and a great place to buy art. I have bought most of my fine art in New Orleans. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So what do you have for us today? Well, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the book that recently came out, The Third Paradigm, the book I co-wrote. And I'm going to do several sessions on The Third Paradigm over the next few weeks. Um, so the, the, the latest book, The Third Paradigm, discusses how businesses should harness the power of consumers who want to have a say in creating and improving the products and services that they buy. And so I want to expand on this concept here in this podcast. Imagine a world where you can tackle the greatest, most challenging problems with a proven approach that leads to unmatched success. That's the premise and the promise of the book that I co-wrote with uh, Dr. Heidi Gusto and, and Dawa Phillips, who's also a TLC member. I'm seeing him this week. You know, we, we live, uh, Priscilla, in an age of, of sweeping conflict, uh, widespread skepticism, and intense anxiety. Contention feels pervasive, a balanced discourse is like a thing of the past, and pundits constantly tell us what's wrong with society. I, I know I've said this in, in podcasts before, but people complain like it's an Olympic event, and I've checked <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, and we, we obsess over the massive problems that we see in the world. Negativity seems to be the norm. However, I really believe there's hope. There's an answer, and it starts with focusing on the solutions. When people focus on problems, they become world-class experts on the problem. But when they focus on solutions, they can become world-class experts on the solution. And we believe the solution, in part, to today's massive challenges, lies within the third paradigm. Now, as a reference point, uh, a paradigm is a philosophical framework or discipline within which theories and laws are formulated. And we believe we're entering the era of the third paradigm. And so let's take, a, uh, take you on a short journey through what we define as the three paradigms. Now, I talked about these three paradigms briefly in episode number 835. I'm going to go into more detail here. The first paradigm is the era of competition. Uh, this paradigm was formulated within the framework of the laws of production by early pioneers of business thinking, formal theories of management uh, from the 1800s, like Frederick Taylor, uh, the, Gul the Gilbreths, uh, Max Weber, and others who focused on issues like workflow, economic efficiency, labor productivity. This was the era, uh, era of scientific management, which interestingly enough was, is the beginning of business theory. There really wasn't much written about business until the scientific management. That's the first paradigm. The first paradigm was so focused on productivity and competition that it failed to account for the needs of 
people in the workforce. Competition was about gaining something by defeating your rivals or establishing superiority over them, and it meant having a winner or a loser. Uh, I mean, can you imagine uh, living in the production-oriented competitive model today? 60-hour work weeks would be the norm. There'd be few, if any, breaks. You'd be expected to work during much of your lunchtime. Forget about safety regulations. Uh, Children might be working. You know, in most developed nations, that now seems inconceivable. But in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, it was common throughout the world. So the second paradigm is the era of cooperation. Uh, The paradigm evolved over time as people learned that um, a strictly production-oriented approach didn't take into account the interaction of the people involved in the process. Now, this era was about two or more people working together towards shared goals, and the focus on acting together for a common purpose started to evolve in the early 1960s. Around this time, MIT management professor Douglas McGregor published his groundbreaking uh, book, The Human Side of Enterprise in 1960, which introduced the concepts of theory X and theory Y. Now, his, and, and this is stuff I, I teach in my management when I, when I taught management theory at university. This is the kind of things that I talked about. Now, um, McGregor's framework highlights the motivating role of job satisfaction and argues that people can do their work without constant direct supervision. And he insisted that people are one of the most valuable assets driving organizational success. And I know that's like obvious now, but in the 1960s, this was new age. This was crazy that people were uh, an important part of productivity in in a business. So we may be puzzled by this because the idea does seem obvious to us, but they weren't Um, They weren't obvious at the start of the second paradigm. This was, in fact, revolutionary management thinking in its day. Now, during the time, um, the second paradigm management consultant, Peter Drucker, uh, developed the MBO process, management by objective, where managers and employees could identify common goals and define their areas of responsibility. This is all part of cooperation. Today's organizations are much more cooperative. Old command and control methods have largely been replaced by much more openness and transparency during the first paradigm than than what we had in the first paradigm. So while the cooperative model or collaborative model was a massive improvement from the strictly competitive production-oriented model, it uh, was still lacking the full potential of the human experience. And so in the 1980s, John Nesbitt wrote, in his groundbreaking book, Megatrends, that humanity is moving towards a high-tech, high-touch society, saying that the more technologically advanced we became, the more important it was to become highly connected to people. Now, what a lot of people don't know is, I read this book in the early 1980s. This was the genesis of my thinking about B&I and how B&I, putting together a group of people to work together for a common goal of increasing referrals in a structured process. In part, the seed of that came from having read Megatrends and John Nesbitt. And it's one of the reasons why um, I was able to get John to contribute to a book that I did called Masters of Networking, because he really was the person that had me start thinking about the power of getting people together. And this was several years before I started B&I getting people together to network effectively in a relationship, in a professional relationship. Um, 
Now, it's really important to note that this transition from one paradigm to another doesn't happen overnight. It, it, it emerges um, by evolving over time. So let's go to the third paradigm, which is what the book is about. The third paradigm is the era of co-creation. Now, this concept begins where cooperation leaves off. The difference between cooperation and co-creation is the difference between working together and creating together. You may collaborate on a project, but you co-create products and services. Co-creation is a significant step beyond cooperation. It's about bringing different parties together to actually produce, improve, or customize a product or service. While some scholars recognized the theory of co-creation in the late 20th century, it was really in the 21st century that the internet brought the concept to the forefront. Crowdsourcing has become a critical tool for engagement. Waze, apps like Waze, the navigation app used by millions of people is a good example of this concept. The widespread application of a digital technology has made customer empowerment a must. So society is rapidly moving from a passive to a more participatory consumer culture. Co-creation plays a key role in this since today's consumers want, a, they want to say in creating new products and services or improving existing ones. Uh, in a, an article in the early 2000s, um, the Harvard Business Review uh, talked about co-opting customer competence and um, how uh, customers transition are transitioning from being a passive audience to being a more active player, becoming uh, co-creators as well as consumers of value. And in this age of co-creation, and I think BNI was one of the leading organizations on co-creation, because in 1986, I formed the Board of Advisors, and the Board of Advisors, made up of members, created every single policy that exists in this organization. They either created the policy or approved the policies that were in existence, and they created many of them. They altered many of them. And um, so BNI has, from its early days, been a leader in co-creation. And, and I believe that in the age of co-creation, consumers want to work together with their favorite brands to ensure that products and services are adapted to meet their needs. In addition, many want to make sure that there's a social cause related to the brand. And for those of you who don't know, BNI, we have a foundation. We, need, we try to talk about the foundation as often as possible. Uh, BNI Foundation supports children in education. If you do a search on BNI Podcast, in quotation marks, BNI Foundation, you'll find many podcasts that have been done over the years, including several with my late wife, uh, who was the co-founder of the BNI Foundation with me. And uh, BNI has a social cause, and our social cause is children in education through the BNI Foundation. So organizations engage in co-creation because they wish to foster the buy-in of stakeholder interest and increase the value uh, through innovation. And and. Priscilla, that's what this book is all about. It's about the third paradigm or co-creation. And as I mentioned in, um, in a previous episode where I talk about the book, episode 835, we surveyed 4,000 people. And the book has really talks at length about what, what works with co-creation, what doesn't work with co-creation. And you don't have to be a big company to employ the concepts of co-creation. You can be a small company and start to use the power of co-creation uh, into the 21st century. And so I invite 
all my listeners to take a look at my book, The Third Paradigm. Uh, on, it's on Amazon and in bookstores. And if you get a copy, would you please leave a review? Reviews really do help uh, promote books. And this book certainly mentions BNI multiple times, and it's great PR for the organization. That's my message for today, Priscilla. Mm, great. It's so fascinating. Thank you, Ivan. Um, are we done? You have more to add? <laughs> if you have any questions, I have lots more to add, but uh, that's everything <laughs> I've got for today. Okay, great. I think that's it for this week. Thank you so much for the great information. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com and use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off of everything, and all of the proceeds go to the BNI Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. 